0: So we're holding by Malach Malif. We had Parag Beis Pasuk Tass. The Sheir was started as Aschosi L'Nishmasi Cheskal Shraga Ben Avraham Yehuda. should also be Aschosi L'Nishmas Rabbi Chil Mecha Asher and Chayim Elazar Ben As well as Aschos for Fur Shleima from Moshe Ben Miriam, Yosef Menach Ben Chava, Chayim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malka and Rezal Chayi Brachem Bas Plumer so today we will finish David's final instructions to Shleimai. We left off last time that David was in the middle of instructing Shleimai regarding Shimi ben Gera. And David tells Shleimai that Shimi was guilty, not just of cursing him, but David specifically refers to it as that the curse he gave was a terrible, treacherous curse. The Gemara in Shabbos and kuf tells us that the word Nimretzes is an abbreviation for five insults that Shimi threw at David. The nun stands for noyef, the mem is mayavi, the resh is Sayach, the tzadik is sayer and the taf is Tayeva. So these are all curses or insults that Shimmy threw at David, and that's why this curse was referred to as a klala nimratzas. The Arpenei Moshe says that, and and this is a pshat that we covered there, but. I'll repeat it again because really the source of it is over here. And that is that although David tells Yayev at that time, don't do anything to Shimei when Yoyev wants to kill him, David tells him don't do anything. Really, it came from Hashem. David was referring to the fact that Shimei cursed him. The fact that Shimei cursed David, a regular curse, that came from Hashem. But the fact that he threw these five terrible insults, that additional aspect, of calling him an Imret says that was definitely not from Hashem. That portion or that aspect of it, Shimi, was specifically or personally or responsible for. And so for that, David tells Shlaim, "I'll turn to Sevasa b'shelam Shaol. That what I told of leave him alone, was for just the fact that he cursed. That came from Hashem. But the fact that he labeled me an Imret says that is already going overboard, and that's definitely not the Ratzon of Hashem. The Ramami Pano, says, first the Ramami Pano explains why David was allowed to be moichel is covered. We know the concept that a melech is not allowed to be moichel is covered. So the Ramami Pano explains that the reason why David was able to allow Shimi at the time when Shimi did it was because David did not have a full din of a melech. The whole concept is that you should have the fear of a king on the people. That's why you're not allowed to be meichel And at that time David was running away. And so he did not have the regular din of a melech. However, he says that why is Shimmy being punished here? So David promised that nothing would happen to Shimmy. That was for, Do- for the aspect that he insulted David personally. So David himself was Michael himself. Was Michael the aspect that, that related to him? However, Shimei labeled David with things that not only... Uh, spoke bad or degraded David, but degraded his entire lineage, the entire Malchus David. To call David a Mayavi, to call David a Tayeva, right? That David is in some some ways even a Mamzer potentially. Those type of allegations don't only. Uh, touched David, but they impact David's children. The David's children are also Mayavi Tayeva as well. So for that, David could not be Michael, and so that's why David said, "Listen, for the aspect that applies to me, I'm not taking revenge. But Shlomi, my son, he also labeled you. You're a Tayeva. You're a Mayavi. If I am you, um, as well, and so for that, Shimi is a mari b'machas against the entire lineage of David, and so that's why David." First of all, David could not be Michael, says the Ramam on that aspect of it. And second of all, that's why he has his son execute Shimi as being a b'Machus for that aspect. So, Pasuk, tas viAta and now, al don't let him get away with it, ki because you Shloimai are a wise man, viAdata, and you will know, you'll figure out what to do with him. B'dam Shaol, and you should bring his white here to the grave in blood. So Rashi explains Pashup Shad that come up with some excuse that will cause Shimi to be Oiver uh, uh, um, rebelling against the king. Shimi will be able to be executed uh, for being Amari Machas, but you should come up with some scheme to, to cause him to be Oiver because really he deserves punishment for his previous actions. The Abarbanel, however, proposes that really David did not instruct Shlemite to kill Shimmy or even to come up with some scheme and because the Abarbanel says that that would have gone against if not the letter of the law of what David promised which was that Shimmy would not be harmed but certainly the spirit of it that David basically told Shimmy there would be no repercussions for his actions. So the Abarbanel says what David was telling Shlomo was to warn him don't become too friendly with Shimmy and don't be too dependent on on his uh, Eitzah because he can't be relied upon. He can't. He's not loyal. And the first sign that he is rebelling, you should punish him quickly and not forgive him. After this final instruction, Pasach Yod, David and Mavaisov, David lay with his fathers. Vayikav David, and he was buried in the David in the city that he uh, created, in the city that he settled. That was where he was buried, as opposed to being buried in the ancestral plot where his family was buried in Be'islechem. Obviously this was a tremendous honor for David. So what does it mean? If he wasn't buried with them, it means that he lay with them. Just like they were tzaddikim, they were pure and and totally um, uh, holy, totally spiritual by the end of their lives. So too David was the same at the time when he passed away. The, Abarbanel also points out that as opposed to David's burial, which was in the year David, which showed that David had a different status than his family. He was a melech. He was the head of the dynasty. And so therefore, he was given the covet of being buried in the capital city. Shaul was buried with his family, which showed the fact that Shaul did not, at the time of his death, did not have that royal status, but rather he had fallen is spiritually back to the same status as his family so therefore david was buried in the air david because upon his death he had reached a higher spiritual level where Shal by the time he died had fallen and so therefore he was buried together with his family the south cipher gives a similar shot on Vayishka of David and Mavisov, that when yishai died and he left david around and david obviously exceeded Yishai in terms of what he accomplished. So the word Misa is not relevant to It does not apply to Yishai because he left a son greater than him who accomplished much. Had David not also left over a son who would accomplish much, then David would be considered that he did not reach the level of Yishai and so in a certain aspect it would be Vayamais. Uh, uh, but by the Pasuk saying Vayishkav, David, and of the same way that Gishai is not considered to have died, so to David is not considered to have died, but simply Vayishkav, in the same way that his father Yishai left someone as great as him, so to David left someone as great as him, and so for that reason it's merely called Ashriva, Vayishkav, as opposed to the Lashon of Misa.